I'm Cookie Miller, and this is Worth the Wait. Join me every week as I explore profound weight loss solutions beyond just diet and exercise, because a lifestyle change starts with changing your mind. This week's episode is sponsored by Cookie Miller Coaching, a holistic online weight loss coaching service that aims to help women who have 30 pounds or more to lose. This program is for the woman who has tried everything and is serious about making a lifestyle change. Visit apply.cookiemiller.com to book your free consultation call. We are enrolling new clients now and space is limited. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Worth the Wait. I am your host, Cookie Miller. And in last week's episode, I briefly mentioned gym intimidation. And Annette, who listens to the podcast on YouTube, asked for an entire podcast dedicated to this topic. So Annette, thank you so much for the suggestion. And I hope you find these tips helpful. So let's start with defining gym intimidation. Gym intimidation is the fear of working out in a public gym setting, usually due to the inability to use the machines or knowing how to properly lift on the gym floor and or fear of judgment of one's appearance. This was definitely something that I had to get over myself. I started my weight loss journey with just walking and then jogging and then running. But even that was hard, right? Because it's like you have to get out at this public park in this public setting and kind of put yourself out there in front of a group of complete strangers. And same thing, fear being judged, fear that maybe you're not using the proper form when running or fear that you look a certain way or you don't look like a runner, things like that. And so I definitely made that mistake once I got to the gym of only using the cardio cardio machines and taking cardio-based classes like Zumba because again, same thing, I needed to warm up to the gym environment and I was too afraid to go and use the machine. So it took me a bit of facing my fear of lifting in front of everyone who was there and fear of just doing things wrong to finally get to a place where I felt comfortable on the gym floor. And I'm gonna share with you guys some tips that will help you to do the same. Okay, so tip number one is to ask the staff. So did you know that most trainers at most gyms and staff members who are knowledgeable can really show you how to use the machines and they will show you for free. So over the years, I have worked at so many different types of gyms, corporate gyms, big box gyms, small boutique gyms. All of them have this same practice where you can come up to a trainer, you can ask them how to use a machine, and they will show you for free. Now, of course, you don't want to push your limits or you don't want to have the, you know, the trainer showing you how to do every single exercise because at that point you're being trained by them. Right. But you want to just use this if there's something that you're super confused about you should know that this is a tool that you can use and this is a service that is free to you with your gym membership. So never be ashamed to just completely go up and ask someone to show you how to use a machine. And if it makes you feel any better at all, there are so many times I have walked into a brand new gym and they have an awesome piece of equipment that I've never used, but I will go like completely unashamed and go to the staff and say, wow, that's so cool that you guys have, you know, whatever piece of equipment it is. And I've never seen this before. How do you use it? And people are so willing to help you. So please don't be afraid to use those resources. That is a part of your gym membership that you're paying for. So ask the staff. 
tip number two is to start with machines. This is going to help you so very much. So if you're new to lifting, it's not a good idea to just go straight to the squat rack without any guidance or anything and just try to figure that whole thing out. It's gonna take a little bit of time, a little bit of practice and probably some coaching to really be able to properly use the squat rack. But if you're brand new, you can start out with just using the machines. So the machines are on the gym floor and the great thing about the machines is that they're usually put into groups by body part. So you'll see leg extension machines next to hamstring curls, next to like leg press, for example. And that makes it super easy for you to plan your leg day. And not to mention all of your machines that you see on the floor are going to have instructions right there on the machine. And there is absolutely no shame in reading those instructions on the machine. That is exactly what they're there for. So maybe you're thinking, oh my gosh, no, I can still not do that. Like I cannot possibly do with that. Then just glance at the name of the machine and then what you want to do is take that name and put it into YouTube or just Google and look it up. Don't be scared to look up a video right then and there. No one has to know what you're doing. You can play it off like you're taking a break or whatever. Look it up and see what the movement looks like and then try to mimic it. But seriously, guys, there's absolutely no shame in just reading it straight off the label. Like the instructions are there for a reason. Tip number three is to plan. So many beginners make the mistake of walking in the gym with absolutely no plan. So you should at least know which body part you want to work on. So for beginners, I would say just split that into upper body and lower body. Keep it very, very simple. When you walk into the gym, you should know I'm gonna work on my upper body today or I'm gonna work on lower body today. So let's say that you choose lower body. Now all you have to do is refer back to tip number two and remember that all of the machines are going to be organized pretty much by body part. So just go and find, you know, all of the leg machines. And that is pretty much your level one of planning. Maybe you set out to do three sets of, you know, 10 reps or something of each machine, for example. That's a really good way to kind of get started. And like I said, that is level one of planning. Now, level two of planning would be to have something that is written down. You can find a ton of simple exercise plans online that are completely free. Um, of course you want to be careful not everyone is is really trained to be giving out this information they may not be certified and things like that so you have to be careful but you can find a ton of very simplistic plans online um, of course, if you're afraid of doing this or if you want to have a bit more input than hiring a trainer at your local gym or a coach, or by the way, CMC is accepting new clients. So if you're someone who does need a step-by-step -step plan and one-on-one -on -one guidance and accountability, you can book a free consultation at apply.cookiemiller.com. Tip number four, most people are just staring at themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Most people are just staring at themselves. I know a lot of people are afraid to go into the gym and they experience gym intimidation because it feels like all eyes are on me. You know, do I look weird? Do I look crazy? Am I doing this right? But I'm telling you, most people are literally just looking at their own reflection. And I don't even mean that in a super vain way. I mean that most people are looking in the mirrors, they're checking their form, 
or they're on their phone looking up how to do what they're doing, just like I mentioned before. So there are other people in the gym who may look like they know what they're doing, but they could be on their phone very well looking up an exercise or maybe looking at exercises from their coaches. I know all my clients, they go into the gym. I have a fitness app, coaching app that they use, and I program all their workouts there. So when they're in the gym, people may be looking at them as they go through their journey and assuming that they know what they're doing, um, but they're literally just following videos that I have sent them of how to do certain exercises. And if you're someone who's maybe you're on the elliptical and you're kind of looking out at the gym floor, depending on how your gym is set up, and you see somebody kind of looking like they, they know exactly what they're doing, they could very well be following a plan from a coach or they could be looking at something on YouTube. So those are things to really just keep in mind when you feel intimidated by the fact that other people are maybe staring at you. People are so caught up in what they're doing, they're probably not even thinking about you at all. Okay, so my next tip is to come in when it's slow. And this is something that you can really find on Google. Google is usually pretty accurate with their popular times feature. So if you Google business, you'll see that little popular times graph pop up and it'll show you like when it tends to be busy. I think they also have like a live version of that. So you can even look like before you come in and kind of get an idea of how busy it is. You can call the gym and find out as well. Um, or I think the best thing to do is really to ask the gym staff who is there like how does this particular location tend to tend to be at this time or at that time so that you can figure that out now in my experience of working at gyms over the years it tends to be busy around 7 to 9 a.m. and then again around 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and then again around 4 to 6 p.m. and that's really during the week so those are the before work before work people who are coming in to get it in before they go to work and then you've got the lunchtime warrior folks which was me that was me when I was working in corporate I try to get to the gym at lunch get a quick workout in and then get back to work um, and then you have the people who are coming in immediately after work so weekends are pretty slow like very very slow especially after about 11 a.m. like Saturday mornings are pretty popular but after about 11, it starts to die down and then Sunday's like completely dead and you'll have the entire gym to yourself. So coming in when it's slow will give you a chance to really get used to the gym layout. The staff is gonna be less busy so they can be more available to help you with any questions that you have. And then you'll feel more at ease to like look up those exercises or read the side of the machine and things like that until you get used to it. And if your schedule can continue to accommodate those times then continue to come in at those times but as you get more used to going through your routine you'll find that you can come in at any time and really just go through your workout so we went over our tips asking the staff starting with machines planning, realizing that people are not even paying attention to you, and then coming in when it's slow. So what do you say? Are you going to try out these tips? I want you to follow us on Instagram at Worth the Weight Podcast. You can send us a DM or post it in your stories. Take a little screenshot of this episode if it's helped you, and we will respond to you. You can also send us a DM and let us know if this is something that you will try out. So thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Worth the Weight, and I I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.